don't take it personally if people just don't understand how you plan on accomplishing what you want to accomplish. If they're crapping on your dreams, that's one thing. But if they just say, I have no idea how that's going to work, I think try to have empathy for that because maybe at one point you didn't either. But you also, you also can understand why they don't believe in something because it's hard to believe in something that you can't see yet or that you don't understand how to actually achieve. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1034, One Huge Reason Many People Do Not Stick With Their Goals. Today, for episode number 1035, you shouldn't expect everyone to believe in you. Shout out to Taryn for getting me this cat daddy shirt. I want to make sure I show it off to the masses. So, as you know, or maybe you don't know, I have been going on a ton of podcasts lately. I think this week it was, what, 25 total shows I did, mm -hmm. which is awesome because I'm learning so much and I'm meeting a lot of awesome people, but I think more than anything, I'm getting asked a lot of questions that I've either, I've either never been asked or I never had the awareness that I have today. So somebody asked me the other day, it was kind of a two-part question. I think the, the initial question was, early in your journey, how did you get over the fact that there was people that didn't believe in what you were doing? And then the second part was, how do you get over it now? And I said, well, in the beginning, I said, number one, I'm, I'm very blessed because I have very supportive people in my life and there have been very few people who have doubted or at least doubted to my face. So in the <laughs> beginning, I just, I just tried to lead by example. I said, now the understanding that I have, I try to empathize with it. And this is what I mean. Alan and I were both six-figure earners in our mid-20s. And if you heard somebody that said, I used to make $100,000, Alan made almost $200,000, these two gentlemen are going to quit their jobs. They're going to leave all the, the job security behind and they're going to become full-time professional podcasters and then ultimately change the world and have the most successful podcast in the world in terms of holistic self-improvement. You would kind of think they're a little bit crazy. And I think it would probably be relatively accurate to doubt that and not believe that that was possible. And I think the... The thing that lands for me now when I think about this, Alan, is it's very hard, and I actually got this from you, it's very hard to believe in something if you don't understand how to do it. So you are you might believe in people more than anybody I've ever seen, but more often than not, you understand how to help them accomplish what they want to happen. Right. So it's almost like in a way you know that you have the cheat codes to help them actually accomplish it. So you believe in them because you know it's possible for them. 
where I think, you know, just using my mom and my grandmother as an example, my mom and grandmother didn't even know what a podcast was. And they don't know how to help me succeed. They don't know how podcasters become successful. They don't know how they make money. They don't know how to become a speaker or start a business or a brand. So it, it doesn't surprise me that my mom and grandmother didn't necessarily believe this was all going to work out. So that's my that was my advice in this podcast. And that's what we wanted to jam on today about is I think you'd be saving yourself a lot of, I don't want to say pain, but a lot of resistance if you just got right with the fact that it's kind of a blessing to have people's full support more than I think people realize where honestly a lot of times people are going to doubt what you're doing especially if they doubt their own capabilities of accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish now there's a difference right there are people who don't care whether you make it or not there are people who genuinely want to see you win and there's also people who genuinely want to see you lose if these are the people who they want to see you lose, that's that's a completely different conversation and a completely different topic. But if this is somebody who just says, I support you, I, I'm grateful you're doing what you're doing, you seem like you're happy, I just have no idea how this is going to work for you. You know what? I understand. We're trying to change the world. I don't know how it's going to work either. And in the very beginning, I didn't believe it was possible either. So how can I get frustrated with you for not believing it's possible? So that's my kind of the through line I'm trying to put in this episode is... Don't take it personally if people just don't understand how you plan on accomplishing what you want to accomplish. If they're crapping on your dreams, that's one thing. But if they just say, I have no idea how that's going to work, I think try to have empathy for that because maybe at one point you didn't either. I uh, was on the phone with a client yesterday. She was telling me a story about how she was with a couple friends. And for a long time, she was talking about her dream of moving to Arizona and having rental properties out there. And these friends say like, yeah, 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 like sounds good, whatever, whatever. Um, and they don't really believe her. And they even say the phrase, yeah, we'll believe it when we see it. They literally have said that to her. And I'm on the phone with this person and I said, you know, what's really fascinating is I'd be surprised if you didn't do that. I'd be, I'd be like, not disappointed, but I mean, I know you're going to do it. We're, we're strategizing every time we jump on this phone on how to go do that. So I'd be shocked if you didn't go have multiple rental properties in Arizona. And I guess that's the frame to realize through this. And this is what I'm trying to understand. I guess from that perspective of, think about it statistically, like how many people really do achieve their dreams? I looked this up yesterday. I Googled it. There's something like 62, I think, or, or 62 million millionaires or something like that in the world. Something like up. that. Uh, yeah, please Google that. And then billionaires, there's only 2,700. And again, that's just wealth, right? Dreams are different than that. Um, you know, you can have a dream to play in the NFL or you can have a dream to be an actress or a singer. I was on the phone recently with a listener of ours who has a dream to be a singer. And we looked up her. I said, who's your hero? Who's your hero or heroine? Um, and she said, I forget the name of the woman. It's a very famous artist. I honestly forget her name, but we looked up, I said, okay, cause I was trying to convince her to, to do a business model where it's social media, YouTube, and then Spotify, and then eventually doing her own concerts. And I said, free value. And then it brings to paid value and they feed each other. It's uh, the whole business snowballs type of thing. And we looked up the artist that's her hero or heroine rather. And 
I said, I can promise you she has a YouTube channel. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And we went to her YouTube channel. We went to her first video 14 years ago. And by the way, this, this singer is 42. So yeah, of course she's successful and famous now. She's probably been in this industry for 25 years. And she's, got, she's been on YouTube for 14 years, right? And she's consistent. She's got tons of videos. And so what's my point of this? Most people statistically don't actually achieve their dreams. So I guess it does kind of make sense. It never made sense to me. I just want to be transparent about this. It never made sense to me as a kid when people would say that I, I was full of it or I'll never achieve that or that's not possible. It never, ever clicked for me. But I will say that from this frame of statistics, I kind of do understand now why people doubt other people's dreams because I think that if you do believe in what you can see and what you can see is most people don't achieve their dreams, then of course that's going to happen. Um, Kev, I would ask you this question and I know that you want to tell how many millionaires did you look it up? 56.1 56.1. Okay. Millionaires. 56.1 million millionaires in the world. And that's growing by the way. That's growing yeah, up by eight, I think 10% per eight, year. Uh, up 8%. 9.8%. Up 9.8%, yes. Right. So that's growing exponentially, which is good because wealth is a long-term game and we, we don't have to get into that in this episode, but those are people achieving their dreams. So, so statistically speaking, there's 7.5 billion people in the world and there's 56.1 of them that are achieving their financial dreams. And obviously there's a lot of people that aren't millionaires that are also achieving their dreams too. So I'm not, I'm not blanket statementing this, but my question for you, Kev, is this, when we were at the beginning, and, and I remember, I'll tell this really brief story. I was, seven years ago, I got in a car accident, as many of the listeners know. If you're a new listener, um, I got in a tough car accident. My father passed away in a car accident when he was 28 years old, when I was two years old. And so I'm 26 at the time, and it really rattled me. And I decided after that to go all in on my dreams, my own self-improvement, my own holistic self-improvement in my dreams. And... I remember I had a, a partner at the time who, not, a, not an intimate partner, a business partner at the time, who had a friend and I grew up with this person. And this person said to this business partner of mine, like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. Like, why would, I would, he literally said I would never quit a job making that much money because at the time I was making, as Kevin mentioned, nearly $200,000 a year in my early 20s and then mid-20s. And... I told this business partner, I said, that's why that person will never make that much money. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I had to risk 65 to make 85. I had to risk 85 to make 105. I had to risk 105 to shoot for 125. And then I had to risk 125 to shoot for 180. And I had to risk 180 to now make what we're making now. And it took us years. And so you know, I guess my question for you, Kev, is I never, I want this to sound accurate. I want this to be as accurate as I can. I never really doubted our long-term abilities. You know, I knew that we could have a successful podcast. I never doubted that. And I feel like other people doubted us a lot, particularly me. And I felt that way my whole life to some extent. And it's understandable. And I think that's why I'm contemplating this. But my question for you, Kev, is how did you, I mean, if you doubted us, how did, why did you do it? Like, all reckless. Hi, everyone. 
everyone, my name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago, where I listened to a live Zoom training. I was really impressed with the value that they packed into that hour long call and that led me to their podcast page. I've been blessed to be able to be a student of them in that way through their podcast over the last three years. And the growth that I've seen in them, I guess, is what inspires me to keep coming back because they not only talk the talk, but they walk the walk and I see the changes in them, um, you know, weekly, monthly, yearly. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan about six months ago. And I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I have been at in my entire life. The empathy and compassion that he presented in that call and how much work we still got done despite the state that I was in was again very impressive to me and I've been a one-on-one -on -one client ever since. Alan is someone that you want in your corner. I have grown so much over the past six months in my ability to make decisions, my confidence, uh, the relationships that I have, my organization, my motivation, and I'm only just getting started. I've made so many big moves and he is the biggest motivator and the biggest encourager and he is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and they just want to make the world a better place. And I believe that. And if you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then you are blessed and it is a gift. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everything that you guys do and pour into everyone. And I'm just so excited to watch your journey keep unfolding and to be a part of that in any way that I can. So <laughs> I'm reckless. That's your answer. No, but I, I wanted to be, did you doubt? So I had a lot oh, of people yeah. in my life that doubted me. Okay. Yeah. Genuinely. Why didn't you, or if you did, why did you not say it? I, I just think I doubted you less than other people. I don't know. I just knew if I was with you, I'd be better off than if I was with the, uh, if I was alone. That was my belief. Is if I'm with Jeff, I'll if I'm with Alan. For those of you who don't know, Jeff is like the name <laughs> we call each other. I pulled up to Alan's house one time. I typed "I am here." It autocorrected to "I am Jeff," and then Alan and I both became Jeff. It's a whole thing. And I said, "I, I am also Jeff." <laughs> I am also Jeff. I I think I realized that I would be more successful with you than without you. I, I think that was my belief. I I don't know why. I don't know what it was i think when you and i partnered up it was like well he knows what he's doing he i mean i knew you knew more than i did i didn't know how much but i knew you knew more than i did and i think in my mind there wasn't a lot of people like i have very very intelligent and i had very very intelligent friends but not when it came to business and entrepreneurship and understanding the economy and digital marketing speaking there's nobody else i knew that wanted to be a speaker I didn't want to be a speaker. I wanted to be a podcaster, but I knew speaking helped. So I think it just, I don't know, it just felt right. And you believed it. I think that's the, the, the interesting thing is it's almost like I'm at the point now where I don't expect anybody to believe in me unless they're chasing their dreams. In which case they kind of have to believe in me because they have to believe in themselves.
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm at now. You've always been a dream chaser. I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. And I think that I've never, I remember I was a sophomore. You were in this class. So Kevin and I went to high school together. For those of you who don't, uh, we didn't uh, get along well in high school, but we did not collaborate. uh, He may or may not have disliked me strongly, (laughs) but anyways, so uh, I was in law class and Kev was actually in this class, but I was with one of my friends, Ryan at the time, and he was talking about going to Hollywood and being a famous actor. And his favorite show was um, Smallville. You know, the actor from Smallville? Stud. I, I remember the show. I don't. I don't remember the actor. Yeah. Okay. So, and I was like, yeah, you could absolutely do it, for sure. Like that's awesome. And I was pouring into that, and we ended up going to L.A. together, yep. in our early twenties. You know, and I wanted to work in show business. He wanted to work as an actor. We were gonna, you know, we were gonna chase our dreams together. And I ended up coming home. Family stuff. Don't want to get into that. But essentially, I've always believed in people because I think I've always believed in myself and I think that I don't know that's apparently not that it's not as common as I thought I think yeah I remember my my favorite teacher in the whole world her name is Mrs. Pryor and I love and adore this teacher I remember I said Mrs. Pryor like we used to go to the the math meets at Worcester Polytech my my alma mater WPI it's like a mini MIT and we used to go to math meets and compete and she would bring me. It was awesome. And uh, I remember said I said to her, you know, you should teach at WPI, you know. And she said, Alan, I could never teach at WPI. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, of course you could, right? And she could, by the way. Okay, I'm 33 now. Like, you totally could. You just don't think you can, so you won't, right? And now I coach people all over the world. So it's like, if I was her coach, of course you could. I could, <laughs> I could reverse engineer that and help you do that, right? I actually know someone who could hire you. So I guess I just never got it. I never understood what that was like. I, I, I remember I told Kev this. My smallest dream ever was uh, when I was 14 years old, uh, I wanted to be a Fortune 50 CEO like my, my hero, Steve Jobs. And I just, I guess that when you have a lot of self-belief, you create a big vision. When you have a big vision, you have big goals. And when you have big goals, you you learn a lot and you work really hard and I now realize, having coached as many people as I have, and Kevin helping me understand this, I mean, Kev, on this episode, the dots for me in my past are connecting. I can, I have a thousand more stories like this. I remember I said I was at a party once. I was uh, interning at iRobot at the time. I made $19.50 an hour as an intern at iRobot over the summer. Pretty good for you. And I remember I was at a party. No, I was good. It was good back then. Good for a junior in college. And I was broke back then, so I needed it. But anyways, uh, and I remember Bagel Fridays. It was the best. <laughs> we always had bagels on Friday. And I ended up being mentored by the, the COO of that company uh, later on. But the I was at a party, and we were raging. We were a big bonfire. <clears throat> and I had a friend. And I said, yeah, no, I'm going to make six figures out of college. Like, that's my goal. Like, I'm going to make six figures right out of college. And he, like, the next day texted me, like, you're not going to be able to do that. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to do that. You know, that's, that's what I'm going to do, right? But I kind of know why he didn't think that. No one does that. Most people, I mean, back then, remember, this is, I graduated college in 2012. So after 2008, it was not easy to get, you know. But I knew what he didn't. This is, this is the problem. And Kev, I know I'm taking this episode off the rails here. I do have Kev, to hop, though. I have like two I minutes. know. 
I know. I had awareness he didn't have. I knew what my colleagues were making. You know, I know what these tech companies are paying for these engineers, right? So I'm not just saying stuff without the awareness of actually how to go do it. And so to your original point, I know your Wi-Fi is messing up right now, brother. (laughs) But to your original point, if people aren't believing in you, what if they just don't know how to do it? And I think that's what I'm now understanding is he's like, you're not gonna be able to do that. It's like, I know, I know for a fact I'm going to be able to do that. I know that I know the people who make that much and I know someone who's going to give me that job. So when I say things like that, they might seem really arrogant. What if they really are just mathematical and scientific awareness of what's actually possible? And I guess, you know, the through line in this episode is if people don't believe in you, you say, don't take it personally. Luckily, it always motivated me. And I do want to say that if people are crapping on your dreams, you have to let it motivate you. And I will say that until forever. I will always say that you have to let it motivate you. But you also, you also can understand why they don't believe in something because it's hard to believe in something that you can't see yet or that you don't understand how to actually achieve. And so I'm starting to understand that and I appreciate you helping me understand that Kev but for for the longest time for really 32 years of my life I never really understood this yeah well I remember in my in one of my relationships my partner wanted to move across the country and chase her dreams and I told her not to so I think it's easy for me to understand what it's like to not believe somebody can do something it's not always Did you actually malice. not believe she could do it no because I didn't believe I could do it I don't it's hard to imagine a life for somebody else that you can't imagine for yourself at least in my experience so you like thought experience. that was impossible? Yeah, I didn't want to see her get hurt. And I didn't want to be left behind. That was part of it, but I didn't yeah. want to see her get hurt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting. The advice I give now is way better than the advice I'd ever I've ever given before because I have more belief in what I'm capable of. So and I can, more awareness. I can pass that on to other people and, and say, like, well, yeah, more awareness. I, I know this works. You can do this. You know? Right. I got to bounce. I got to bounce because I I have another podcast. Next Level Nation, as you can see below me, if you're watching us on YouTube, if not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Many people, so let's use this as an example. If you're looking for more people in your life who support you, if you're looking for more people in your life who understand what being a dream chaser actually is, and you do not have a community or you want another community, that is exactly why we created Next Level Nation, private Facebook group. You don't have to post if you don't want. You don't have to ask questions. You don't have to do anything, but it's a place for you to be part of that. Maybe one day you'll say, you know what? I want to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to make a post. I'm going to send somebody a message in this group, whatever it may be. Our private Facebook group is set up for that. You can join with a link in the show notes. So as you know, we just filled group seven of group coaching. By the end of group seven, we will have graduated 72 individuals from group coaching The idea is get on a like-minded team of dream chasers that are all also listening to this show to try to improve every single day, achieve more in 90 days than you ever have before. We just talked to our web developer, shout out to Alessandro. He said group eight on the landing page is ready for applications. Um, If you are interested in joining group coaching, we already have a list. I want to say it's 22 people who did not get into group seven. Um, and we're going to be messaging those people soon now that the landing page is done. If you do want to join group eight, please lock your spot as soon as humanly possible. The link will be in the show notes. 
Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1036. Do you even realize how far you've come? We have uh, done that episode in the past, but I think it's a nice reminder. It's a nice reflection point and it helps us gain perspective. So we will be talking about that on Monday. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Lazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.